0: Hey, honeys! Yo, yo, yo! It's the Who Where Their podcast. <laughs> well, that's a mouthful. Yeah, you can just call us the Travel Brats. First
1: name Travel, last name Brat. So, what's in the itinerary today? Pip pip! Hooray! Pip pip! Hooray! Is Yay! It, is it pip pip or hip hip? I think it's um. Well, it was supposed to be pip pip. I don't even know at this point. Pip pip pepe. <laughs> Hello, my favorite people. Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> As you can see, Sophie and I are in our own little world trying to figure out if a pip pip or a brrr, like what our sound effects really are supposed to be. Yeah, but we'll stop and we'll talk to you guys for a little bit. Yeah, but it's one of our favorite little series that we do. What is it?
0: Most memorable travel stories, Ashley.
1: We love that. We love when you share your travel stories with us. And a big part about travel brats is we want to be sharing travel inspiration and connecting travelers through storytelling. Pip, pip, hooray. Pip, pip. pip yeah. Pip. I, I, I really don't know, guys. So let us know. Is it hip, hip, or is it pip, pip?
0: Yeah, guys, Um, text us at 3567912. And then <laughs> How many DM hours us? that? Send and them. DM us and shoot us an email. That's sophisticated, Yes, yeah. We have an email. Did you know
1: that? Dear travel brats, I'm really sure that it is pip-pip. Dear travel brats, I think you're both dumb.
0: All right, guys. We already know that, so you don't need to email, at us. email us that. <laughs> don't <right>. you worry. <laughs> don't worry. And, guys, today you don't get to hear from me. I'm sorry. I know you're disappointed. Just kidding. (laughs) But Ashley is going to be way more entertaining than my travel story. She's going to tell us her most memorable travel story and I have no idea what it's going to be.
1: So Ashley, tell us! Yes. So, okay. So, um, backtrack about a year and a half ago. I was living in Grenada at the time. I was Towards the end of my Peace Corps service, I was going through a lot, and I'll definitely be sharing that in a future episode, kind of share my experience, my growth from it, and different things that I went through. But during that period of time, I was in a really, really low spot, and I was not feeling like myself and definitely needed to um, kind of get out of where I currently was. And so I, what I decided to do is I had to go, obviously, to work the next day and continue volunteering. But on that Friday, I had decided, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to book a trip to a neighboring island to Grenada. It's called a sister island called Karaku Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so at work, I'm like, okay, I go home during lunch, and I book my flight out that Friday, or yeah, that Friday. You're crazy. Or no, I book it out for that Saturday morning to be able to go fly out to Karaku. I basically was like, I'm going to do it. I asked a couple of my other Peace Corps friends. They couldn't go, um, whatever. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go by myself. This little island only has like 2,000 residents. It's very, very, very small. Only a couple of different resorts or places that you could stay at. So I booked my flight that Saturday. I booked the resort. I was only going to stay for all day Saturday. um, Then at the hotel that night and then leave on Sunday. Mm -hmm. So, I get to the airport, and I'm literally flying in the smallest plane. They walk me through, I make it through the airport, they walk me through, um, what is it called, like, the, wherever they keep the planes. So, basically, I'm walking up to the this The terminal. Little, yeah, they basically walk me into this plane, and it is, fits, like, four people. So, the pilot's yeah. right in front of me, I'm right behind the That's pilot, so and so we're basically only flying up so high, um- that We can see all of the islands. So, like, I'm seeing the lush nature all around Grenada. It was baffling. It was crazy. So, we got to do that. I was so amazed. Then we stopped in Union Island because we had to have a layover. It starts mm. monsooning so bad that we run off the plane. Our pilot runs in with us. And now we're sitting inside of the, the smallest airport. It literally was just one room. Um, yeah so we're sitting in there now with another plane that's supposed to be taking off but like we were just basically island hopping so you could see the other islands Mm -hmm. so we're like landing in Union Island which is part of um, St. Vincent and the Grenadines which is actually experiencing um, a volcano eruption and I'll definitely link some information about being able to support them um, through Venmo donations doing all that kind of stuff so that I want to bring awareness to but also um... so yeah we stopped in the Grenadines for sinking at Union Island and you can literally see where we're supposed to go to Karaku, and we can't get there yet mm. so finally we get back on the plane we're carrying our own bags and everything we get to Karaku, and I basically I like walk up to this random guy outside the airport again it was the smallest airport on <laughs> Karaku. um it literally was just like a little runway and like a little house and that was your airport I asked them if they have any taxis and stuff, and she was like, Well, maybe. I mean, you could walk outside and see. So finally, I just asked this random guy if he would take a cup, like a 20 EC, which is the Eastern Caribbean dollar. And he took me to my, he took me to my little hotel that I had booked um, called the, I think it was called like the Mermaid Hotel and it was on Paradise Beach. That's cool. So basically I checked myself into this one little bedroom and I finally was just so happy to have AC because I didn't have AC. Nah. I still didn't have warm water. For some reason I couldn't get any warm water in the hotel room. But by that point I had already had well, ice cold showers for months and months. So basically, like, I'm having a good time. I'm treating myself like a queen that I am. I'm walking the beach. I'm doing this, doing that, having so much fun. And then all of a sudden, I get an email. And I'm sitting at dinner by myself, like, looking out at the water, watching the sunset. It was the most beautiful sunset I've ever seen. And I get an email that my flight for Sunday was canceled. Oh, no. Like, I work and stuff. I was just trying to be fun. So now I have to figure out how am I getting back to Grenada (laughs) Like, I'm literally gonna be stranded here, I can't miss work, like, the whole reason I'm there for Peace Corps is to be able to work in my classroom. Like, I just needed a little break for a day or whatever. Uh, So, basically, I start making all these calls. I try not to have a meltdown. Finally, I find a ferry that can take me home. Oh my gosh. And do all that. So, I get on the ferry the next day, do all that. I make friends with this girl who was there um, in Grenada for med school. Well, yeah, she was there for med school and then um, her family was down visiting her. So, i literally just like morphed into another family and hung out with them for the so rest on. of the day and then um so fun. we got back to port and whatever we got off the ferry the ferry was amazing it was really cool to see and there were so many rainbows going on because it was raining off and on um it was a super quick trip because it was um right next door to it i mean the right. island is considered its sister's islands and um the grenadines are all right there from saint vincent So it was seriously one of the coolest trips and the coolest thing I've ever ever done. I mean, this ferry took me from one little island to another and I got to see the whole rest of the island as we went past it. But to be able to fly in a really small plane like that. But also my lesson that I learned was to stay calm when you're stressing out because I was going to get home but I really had no idea <laughs> what I was gonna do, but when I started to stay like stay calm and ask people what they would recommend doing, the ferry really worked out, and I got to see another side of the island when I did that. Um, But also understanding that like taxis and stuff are the only way to get around on Sunday in Grenada because buses don't run. And I was basically living for public transportation in Grenada, which were just Mm vans. So that was really interesting for me. But it definitely taught me to plan on my own, to do things on my own and to really problem solve Um, and to also enjoy. It was kind of scary going up on that small of a plane, Um, but it was definitely an experience that I'm super glad that I had. And it allowed me to relax. And that's why I think that solo travel is one of the most important things. I finished a whole book while that's I was there. Awesome. um, The Moment of Lift by Melinda Gates. And it was, re- it was really cool to kind of just have my own energy and my own self. And I was able to, like, meditate and just think and write. I think, and you need those kinds of trips. Yeah,
0: I think sometimes we're so obsessed with, like, just being everywhere for everyone all the time Mm -hmm. and being available and then just like also like you're i think in today's culture you're like if i don't go to dinner with someone Mm -hmm. like it's weird or if i don't go out with someone to do this or to the beach with someone it's like you can do stuff by yourself and it's not like you're alone or a loser you don't have friends Mm -hmm. sometimes you need like your time your alone time and your quiet time yeah even on trips
1: well, when I went to Grenada, well, when I went to Karakou, which is the island and stuff, that allowed me to really think about what I was doing and how I was feeling and some of the different things that I was experiencing there that I have not really talked about Um, that I definitely do plan on sharing at some point to be more transparent with myself and kind of also let go of some of the baggage that I've experienced.
0: Yeah. But that
1: allowed me to really kind of see like... I'm not taking care of myself. I really need to check in with myself, so those types of trips, I'm not saying you need to do island hopping, but definitely removing yourself from what you're normally doing and going to a new environment can really help shift your mindset it helps and you grow, yeah, yeah. It, it helps you understand what you're experiencing without the pressure of feeling like you have to be productive or constantly doing something.
0: I also think that um well, in travel baths, we're gonna we're kind of segueing into Ashley's gonna tell her peace corps story. Um, you know, sooner than later, but mm-hmm. I think it's a it's an interesting thing to think about because we are so privileged in this country, um, and in our lives. Most of the people who listen to this podcast, I'm sure you are, um, because you have the free time to you know hang out with us, and and we have the 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 money to travel, um, and we're you know young, successful uh, millennials, and um, you know, so I think that putting us in environments that aren't as luxurious as ours or as mm-hmm. privileged as ours it's like shocking almost cuz you don't think about it when it's not your everyday but it's good to do that mm-hmm. um, it's really good to do that because it like really humbles you you're like this is how other people live um and they and, and you know what's funny is there a lot of those people that live in different places are really happy cuz well, they don't
1: know what different life is like either well, you know like, like what that it is was like, like here. one thing but like also like a big aspect of it was like I learned to not really compare and to also be very present but then also like I was experiencing things that caused me to like need to use my voice and caused me to have to really pivot some of the characteristics of myself um because I was like doing a lot of different things that like weren't in line with like who I was as a person and that can really eat away at you um to experience different cultures and like whether or not they live say at the same um a standard of living or whatever they're mm-hmm. choosing to do it really comes down to like as long as they're living their truth and I'm living my truth we're doing the best that we absolutely can and like I firmly believe that it, I don't know it was I, just I feel super like it, yeah I feel like it,
0: you, at a certain point you have to make cultural adjustments to where you found yourself in yeah you know because you don't want to be disrespectful to a culture yeah but again you still want to you have to... You can't just change all your beliefs. Yeah. Still, you know? So, it's like, where's that in between? Where's that mixed? And so, mm-hmm. it is good to go in other cultures and, mm-hmm. you know, still still keep your beliefs, but uh, be respectful of other people and, like, kind of conform to their customs, I guess, if yeah. that's the
1: correct word. And, and I think it, like, really comes down to, like, being respectful. I'm talking now outside yeah. of, say, like, the Eastern Caribbean, but, like, depending on wherever you travel and whatever you do, like, you definitely want to be cognizant of what you're doing and you never want to be uh, disrespectful or, like, because I feel like people do have really good intentions, but, like, good intentions sometimes aren't mm-hmm. always enough. And so it's definitely being it's aware to, to have... It's to execute
0: your good intentions.
1: Yeah, sometimes that's... is very difficult to do like obviously me joining Peace Corps was great intentions and everything um just some of the things that had transpired and even I know I had shortcomings the experience that I had had shortcomings um Yeah, so it's just very interesting. Yeah, and I
0: loved how this episode kind of segued into our awesome multi-episode story with Ashley and the Peace Corps. So, guys, I hope that this was kind of a little interesting sneak peek to one of her most memorable travel stories down there and just a little insight on her story. So stay tuned, guys, (laughs) because you've got some exciting stuff coming up.
1: We love you guys. Bye! Love you, bye!